Hello, my name is Farron Glenfield. I'm the Church of Ireland Bishop of Kilmore, Elfin and Arda. It's springtime and the daffodils are out in all their glory. The birds are singing, building their nests. The swallows are on their way from Africa. All signs of things coming to life. In Easter, we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And if we look all around, God has placed into the created order the principle of dying and rising. These daffodils will die back in May and June. They'll go back into their bulbs. And then after the harsh winter, when they're buried, they will rise again in the spring of 2022. And in Jesus Christ, God has taken this principle that he's written into creation and done an incredible thing. Jesus died to deal with our sin and he rose again so that we could live the life that God intends for us. So in these services which are coming to you over Easter and coming beyond Easter into spring and early summer, I do pray that you will be filled with the life of God as you recognize who Jesus is, the living one, our Savior and Lord. Do enjoy these services and God bless. Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Hello and welcome to this service recorded for the sixth Sunday of Easter, also known as Rogation Sunday. For those who don't know me, my name is Damien Shorten. I am the lay pastor of the Riverstown group of parishes as well as working as a diocesan youth and children's coordinator in this diocese. And I'm recording this part of our service in St. Thomas's Church, Kilmacrani Parish. It's wonderful to be able to record this service um, with some other people, um, to a joint um, production, if we can call it that, uh, between the Riverstown group of parishes and the Boyle group of parishes with Canon Edward Yendel, and we'll have some members of those parishes who will read our scripture readings during this service. I hope you're able to join in, whether you're familiar with the worship of the Church of Ireland or not. I hope you'll be able to join in as fully as possible in our liturgy, which will appear on the screen. We begin with a sentence from the scriptures from Psalm 145, verses 16 and 17. The eyes of all wait upon you, O Lord, and you give them their food in due season. You open wide your hand and fill all things living with plenty. We sing our opening hymn, which I hope you are able to join in with, um, either by singing or just by listening and meditating upon the words on the screen.
the Green Prayer Book. We continue on page 101. Beloved in Christ, we come together to offer to Almighty God our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to confess our sins and to receive God's forgiveness, to hear his holy word proclaimed, to bring before him our needs and the needs of the world, and to pray that in the power of his Spirit we may serve him and know the greatness of his love. Let us confess our sins to God our Father. Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence through weakness, through our own deliberate fault, by what we have done and by what we have failed to do, we are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Merciful Lord, grant to your faithful people pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth will proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For this Easter season, we Join together in saying the Easter anthems, which can be found on page 104. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast, not with the old leaven of corruption and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, once raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. In dying, he died to sin once for all. In living, he lives to God. See yourselves, therefore, as dead to sin and alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who sleep. For as by man came death, by man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, 
is now and shall be forever. Amen. Psalm 145 I will exalt you, O God my King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, highly be praised. His greatest is beyond all searching out. Our generation shall praise your works to another and declare your mighty acts. They shall speak of your majesty, of your glory, and I will tell of your wonderful deeds. They shall speak of the might of your marvellous acts. I will also tell of your greatness. They shall pour forth the story of your abundant kindness and joyful singing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, long-suffering and of great goodness. The Lord is loving to everyone, and his mercy is over all his creatures. All your works praise you, O Lord, and your faithful servants bless you. They tell of the glory of your kingdom, and speak of your mighty power. To make known of all people your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your dominion endures throughout all ages. The Lord is sure in all his words and faithful in all his deeds. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all those who bow down. The eyes of all await upon the Lord, and you give them their food in due season. You open wide your hand and fill all things in living plenty. The Lord is righteous, all his ways and loving all his works. The Lord is near to those who call upon him, to all who call upon him faithfully. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He bears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all those who love him, but all the wicked shall be destroyed. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh Bless his holy name forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, shall be, forever and ever. Amen. The first scripture reading is in Isaiah chapter 55, beginning to read at verse 1. Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labour on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the riches of your fear. Give ear and come to me, 
Hear me that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations that do not know you will hasten to you. Because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it good and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We join together in that wonderful canticle of praise from the earliest ages of the church, the Te Deum, which can be found on page 106. We praise you, O God, we acclaim you as the Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. 
Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. A reading from John, chapter 21, beginning at verse 1. Afterwards, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat. But that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net for the fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. Simon Peter climbed aboard and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning and welcome to Boyle. May the words of my lips and the thoughts and prayers of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, Lord, our strength and Redeemer. Amen. Some words from Psalm 145. The eyes of all wait upon you, O Lord, and you give them their food in due season. You open wide your hand and fill all things living with plenty. This Sunday is the last in the Easter season, and Ascension Day will be next Thursday. During this period, our thoughts have been concentrated on Jesus' resurrection and on the new life that it brings to those who believe and trust in him. I find it meaningful to end the Easter season 
by reflecting on the events related in the last chapter of John's Gospel. And here beside the Sea of Galilee, a very natural sort of setting, we find told the story of Simon Peter the Disciple's reinstatement as leader of the Apostles. The threefold recalling of Peter reflects, of course, his threefold denial of Jesus on the night of his arrest in Jerusalem. And in this chapter we find also a number of references which lead us to think of the world of nature, the work of fishing, the abundant catch of the disciples following the instruction of Jesus to them to cast their nets to the right side of the boat, and also breakfast on the beach. The risen Christ was fully revealed alongside all of these things, and it was for the disciples very much the start of a new chapter in their lives and mission. The natural world around us bears the same pattern of birth, life and death and rebirth as our own human lives do, and as does the life of Christ himself. Christian people are granted rebirth into the life of God's kingdom, which is eternal. Every year, God willing, we see nature renewed by God's hand. And it is this renewal of nature, essential to our physical survival, that we turn our attention to today as we seek God's blessing on it. And this last Sunday of Easter is known as Rogation Sunday. Sounds to many, I would think, something vaguely old-fashioned. But it is simply derived from the Latin verb rogare, which means literally to ask. And this Sunday is the time when, in the Anglican Church, we especially ask God to bless and to help all those who work on our farms, growing the food and looking after the animals, on whom we are in the end under God absolutely dependent. We pray for their protection and for a blessing. And it may be added that in our country, of course, agriculture is particularly important and should be remembered in our prayers. Harvest is, after all, the principal festival of our church, celebrated in great style in every parish in the land. But before harvest, there comes the work of planting the seed and the nurturing of its growth. There is the hymn with, with which many will be familiar. God is working his purpose out as year succeeds to year. With its other line, vainly we hope for the harvest tide until God gives life to the seed. Mankind, we remind ourselves firmly, is dependent on nature, which in turn is dependent on God himself. It hardly needs to be stated that the times in which we now find ourselves are very unusual, and we all have been subject to much stress and strain in all sorts of different ways, from illness, which results from the pandemic, or from bereavement, as well as all those other problems of unemployment and financial hardship, loneliness and mental health issues, and many other causes of fear and uncertainty. It seems important that we should remind ourselves, though, that we are not the first to suffer a life full of uncertainty and stress, and that this has been the lot of humanity since its beginning, and we depend on God through our faith to be sustained through it. The history of Rogation Sunday, which we can briefly recall now, gives us some insight 
as to how Christians in times past coped with their own challenges, and the custom of setting aside this Sunday for prayer to bless our harvest began, it is understood, in France in the year 470, in the diocese of southwest France known as Vienne, and today Vienne is a modern department of France. And at the time, the area had been devastated by many storms and some earthquakes. Prayers were said asking God to protect crops and for the healing of the natural world. And in the course of time, this rogation or asking of God's blessing became to be extended throughout France, and eventually the custom arrived with ourselves in various forms about the year 1200. In Wales, from where I come, it sometimes has been the case that the day has been marked by rectors, church wardens and other members of the parish walking around parish boundaries, also asking a blessing on the fields and animals and praying for their protection. In much more recent times, commerce and industry has sometimes also been the subject of such prayers and I understand that some congregations have visited supermarkets on occasion for the purpose of prayer. The important question that will be in many people's minds is that of the importance of all this for today's world, and that needs to be addressed. Well, as well as prayer for the immediate easing of the COVID-19 pandemic, which is obviously foremost in our minds, we can also remind ourselves of the world and the environment in which we live is under ever-increasing threat. And we need on this rogation Sunday to reflect on what should be our own part, both as individuals and as Christians, in making a contribution to the efforts to protect our environment from challenges such as climate change and global warming. Such contribution could include consideration of how we live our lives, how we shop, how we run our households, and the effect of all these on our environment. In the past, we in the more prosperous parts of our world have enjoyed a life which has been, materially and generally speaking, very good compared with those in parts of Asia, Africa and Latin America. And in past times, the population, generally speaking, was much less than it is now. Planet Earth is under much greater pressure in this regard in our own time. And it seems that prayer and responsibility are the two key things which are important here. Easter, we clearly see from the last chapter of John's Gospel, is about resurrection. Firstly, of our Lord Christ, who was raised a new life by God the Father, who had accepted Jesus' sacrifice for us on the cross that first Good Friday. And this new life, a recall to a forgiven life, was made by the same shores of Lake Galilee as the disciples' original call. Now it is made to us, his present-day followers, and includes ourselves in this world of the 21st century. If it's also a renewed call to us, it is a call one might suggest to care for our environment as Christian people, and may we pray that today we may answer this present rogation challenge. May I therefore end with a prayer for this Sunday written for use in the Methodist Church. God, you have placed us as your children 
in a world you have created for us. Give us thankful hearts as we work and pray. We praise you for the day of light and life, for the night which brings rest and sleep, and for the order of nature, seed time and harvest which you have given us. And for these and all other benefits, we praise and glorify your name, now and forevermore. Give us grace also to be good and careful stewards of your bounty. We make this prayer through Christ our risen Lord. Amen. Pontius Pilate, 
was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, Christ, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide and defend our rulers, and grant our government wisdom. Let your ministers be clothed with righteousness, and let your servants shout for joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless those whom you have chosen. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and let your glory be over all the earth. God, make clean our hearts within us, and renew us by your Holy Spirit. And the collect for this Sunday. God, our Redeemer, you have delivered us from the power of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your Son. Grant that as by his death he has recalled us to life, so by his continual presence in us he may raise us to eternal joy through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God, our Father, whose Son Jesus Christ gives the water of eternal life, may we also thirst for you the spring of life and the source of goodness, through him who is alive and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. For God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your protection, may not fear the power of any adversary, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and ever-living God, we give you thanks for bringing us safely to this day. Keep us from falling into sin or running into danger, and in all things guide us to know and to do your will, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
God, our Heavenly Father, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as pass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you, that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Almighty God, whose Son Jesus Christ, in his earthly life, shared our toil and hallowed our labour, be present with your people wherever they work, make those who carry on the industries and commerce of our land responsive to your will, and give us all satisfaction in what we do, and a just return for our labour, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Gracious Father, you open your hand and fill all things living with plenteousness. Bless the lands and waters and multiply the harvests of the world. Send forth your breath and renew the face of the earth. Show your loving kindness that our land may yield its increase and save us from selfish use of what you provide that the poor and needy may give thanks to your name, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for making the earth fruitful, so that it may produce what is needed to sustain our lives. Bless those who work in the fields, give us seasonable weather, and grant that we may all share the fruits of the earth. Rejoicing in your goodness, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Almighty God, Lord of heaven and earth, in whom we live and move and have our being, who causes the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain both upon the just and unjust, we ask you at this time faithfully to behold your people who call upon you, and send down your blessing from heaven to give us a fruitful season, that our hearts being continually filled with your goodness, we may evermore give thanks to you, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, who through your Son Jesus Christ has taught us to ask of you our daily bread, prosper the labours of all who work on the land, and grant us such seasonable weather that we may in due time gather in the fruits of the earth. Protect also those who bring us food from other lands, especially our seafarers, and give us grace day by day to remember to the needs of others. This we ask through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, we pray for those who are not well at this time, especially those suffering from the COVID virus, and we pray for those who look after them. Help them to know your love that they may seek strength from you and find peace and healing in your presence. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty Father, from whom all thoughts of truth and peace proceed, kindle, we pray you, in every heart the true love of peace, and guide with your peaceable wisdom those who take counsel for the nations of the earth, that in tranquility your kingdom may go forth, till the earth is filled with the knowledge of your love. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. 
peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you today and always.